And Rashi brings down, Ain't Pegiyah al-Alashim Tefillah. Pegiyah is an expression of Tefillah of davening. Of davening. Yaakov Yitzhak davened. Not only davened over there, he davened a Tefillah, which was uh, a new Tefillah that he was instituted for all generations to come. And that was Tefillah's harvest, the, the evening prayer in Okay, so that's Yaakov Avinu, and that's Myrav. And we know there's a famous discussion in the Gemara, and uh, every yeshiva bachar knows this, and this, this is something that comes up, you know, we've all heard this as Bachram. We've all heard Bachram saying things like this. You get back late at night from a chasna, and uh, you're already in your pajamas, right? And everyone's already getting, you know, getting ready to go to bed. Some is even in bed. Like, that's, that's, there's a special Yetzirah, by the way. Very special Yetzirah. <laughs> to remember that you didn't have in Marev yet when you're in pajamas, in bed, and about to fall asleep, falling, drifting off to sleep. Very special Yetzirah. And, um, on the border, right? It's not really on the border. It's just falling, that's right, just drifting off. You're all comfy and cozy in your pajamas. You know, you got your bunny slippers there next to the bed. You're all like, mamish, tucked away. And you remember you didn't have in Myrav. You remember you didn't have in Myrav. Uh, it's, again, this it's, it's, is especially Yitzhahara, one of the worst possible things that can happen to a human being. Mamish. This is what they call, like, you know, Gehenim of their Welt. And we've all been there, we've all experienced this. And then we know it's Bachrim, you know, Bachrim know this, this idea that Tfilas Arvis Rishus. Gemara says, yeah, what do you mean? The Gemara says that Arvis is a Rishus. Rishus means it's optional, not a Chayva. Gemara has a whole discussion is Mayr of a Chayva or is Mayr of a Rishus? Is it obligatory or is it optional? And so we, we all know this header that's thrown out there from the Bachrim, and, and there's, there's a Bachrim that remain Bachrim even after they get married, right? That Arvis Rishos, what do you mean? We don't have to dive in. Myrav is only Rishos, and you know, I'm, I'm, um, uh, Hashem understands. Okay, Hashem understands. It's only Rishos. You're going to catch up in the morning. Catch up in the morning, yeah. I'll dive in Shachas even better tomorrow. Hashem understands. If, you know, Hashem, Hashem wants me to get my sleep. Hashem wants me to get my sleep so I can dive in Myrav. Shachas even better tomorrow morning, right? We've we all been there. We all know these arguments. And that's what we need to explore this morning. What exactly does it mean? What, what, are, the, I mean, what are the parameters of this idea? First of all, is the whole thing just a fabrication? Is it a myth? Is it something that Bachar made up? This idea it feels average. So, so, so oh, to begin with, no. It, it really is a discussion in the Gemara. And the Gemara Brachas, well-known Sogi in the fourth paragraph of Brachas, has a discussion, has a whole back and forth. Is Mayrav a Rishos or is Mayrav a Chayva? Is it obligatory, mandatory, Chayva, or is it Rishos? Rishos always means optional. What's the Gemara's Maskana? Gemara's Maskana is... Here we go. Um, Amr of Yehuda, Amr Shmuel, Tfilas Arvis, Rebbe Gamliel, Amr Chayva. Rebbe Gamliel says it's a Chayva. Mayrav, you got to do it. Rishu Amr Rishos, Rishu says it's only Rishos, optional. It's up to you. Amr Abayi says, Abayi, Halacha Kedivri Amr Chayva. Abayi says the Halacha is like the opinion that says it's mandatory, obligatory, no way out. For Rabbi Amr, Rabbi says, Halacha Kedivri Amr Rishos. The Halacha is like the opinion that says it's a Rishos. Allah follows the opinion of the, the, of, 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 that says it's a rishus, it's only optional, it's not mandatory. Machloikas Abayin Rava, how we pass Rava, is going with the lenient opinion that it's only a rishus. And we know there is a uh, famous rule in Shas when there's a Machloikas Abayin Rava, who do we pass? Like Rava, except Yalkagam. Yalkagam, except for six places in Shas where we pass like Abayah. 
And thankfully, this is not one of the six. <laughs> this is not one of the six. This is one of the places where we go with the rule that we go with Rava. And Rava here passes that Tfilas Arvis is Rishus. We don't go with that Bible here. We go with Rava. So we seem to have a Gemar Mufureshus supporting all the Bakram. All those tired, sleepy, lazy Bakram that say, uh, of course, no one's smarter than Bakram. Bakram, the you know, smartest people out there, right? It's hard to outsmart them. That's right. That's right. impossible. Impassable. Impassable. Try, just wait till your kids become Bakram. It's impossible to outsmart them. What? Looking for shortcuts, you say. Looking for shortcuts, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, I was about to get into some personal anecdotes about how I can never outsmart my own Bachram. There's no way to, to disagree with them. No, no way to, all right? You have your own Bachram. Once you have your own Bachram, you know, you cannot, you cannot win a debate against your own Bachram. But anyway, so the Gemara does support the Bachram. Gemara says that the Maskana is Tfilas Arvis Roshos. That is Pinever Bishua and Rava Paskins that way, and we go with Rava. So it seems to really be a Gemara that Mayrav is Roshos. Question is, what does that mean? What, what does that mean that feels Arvis Rishos? Generally, the rule is Rishos usually means, you know, it's up to you. If you want to do it, go ahead and do it. If you don't want to do it, that's okay. We understand. You're still a good Jew. You didn't do anything wrong. Is that what it means over here as well? When we say Tfilas Arvis is Rishos. So we're going to explore this a little bit. We're going to see some very fascinating halachic ramifications that come out of this on, on two levels. But let's first just start off by parametizing and defining what that means, that Arvis is Rishos is optional. So right off the bat, there's a Tysus. Tysus says on the spot that what does it mean Tfilas Arvis Rishos? Says Tysus, Tysus kind of splashes some cold water on this sack on the Gemara. Okay? Tysus rains on our parade over here. Says Tysus, Lav Dafke Rishos. When the Gemara says Tfilas Arvis is Rishos, is optional. The Gemara is Lav because the Gemara is not meant to be taken literally. Not like Rishos in other places. As I said earlier, there's a lengthier Tysus on, on, on Daf Chav Vav and Aleph. This Gemara is by is Chavzayin of Beis, where the Gemara says Tfilas Arvis is Rishos. Says Tysus, he gives us a a a, a um, Summary of what he said earlier, it, 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 it's not to be taken literally. Why do we call it Rishos? It means that there's a conflict between Myriv and something else. By something else that is presenting a mitzvah, a mitzvah opportunity that's in conflict with Myriv. So normally, what do you do if there's a mitzvah? that I can only fulfill right now, and I've myriv in conflict with that. So there's all kinds of rules. Are you the only one that can do it? Are you not the only one that can do it? Can it be done later? Can it not be done later? So we, we go with those rules, and, and there is an idea that um, if I'm already involved in another mitzvah, um, and I'm the only one that can do that mitzvah, there's an idea that sometimes it can push anything out of the way, even Shema, even Tefillah. But let's say it's a passing mitzvah, and someone else can do the mitzvah too, so I, I dive in and I let someone else do the mitzvah. Tysus is of the opinion that's within these rules that we say that myrv is only optional. Myrv is optional. What does it mean it's optional? It means it's easier, easier to waive myrv for another mitzvah. For another mitzvah. Now how... How, how dire does that other mitzvah have to be? How much of an emergency? How much does it have to be falling on your shoulders? So he seems to say different things in different places. In one place, this place, so says it has to be mitzvah oiveres, has to be a fleeting mitzvah, but l'chert so still means a fleeting mitzvah that, can, that still could be done by anyone, because if you're the only one that can do it, generally we say that any tefillah really gets kicked out of the way by a mitzvah oiveres that only you can do. So these passages means a mitzvah oiveres that anyone can do, but let's say, 
let's say it's the, 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 you know, Bigma Samech, Chosen, and Kala by their wedding, right? So, so um, a lot of people there to do it, right? I, I can be one more person in the grab, but Baruch Hashem, there's a lot of people that dance for the Chosen Kala. Look at my watch. It's time to dive in. My so, Taisa seems to be saying that if it's a, a Levoyus HaMeis, it's time to be, to, to, to escort the, uh, unfortunately, the uh, a departed person to his burial, the, the mitzvah of Levoya, to be Malava the Mace, to escort the, the funeral procession. So again, it's a mitzvah. If I don't do now, I'm never going to get to do it again. This is my one chance, my one opportunity to show covet, to show honor to the departed. But it's time for Myrav. So this is a mitzvah that I'm never going to have the chance to do it again. So and in that context, we say, Arvis Rishus, Myrav is only Rishus. It yields to a mitzvah that I'm not going to be able to make up at another time. Other, uh, in other places, even in Brachas, Toysa seems to say that, any, that Mayrav will yield to any mitzvah, even if it's not a fleeting opportunity, even if it's not a, a mitzvah that, that, that um, it's now or never. Mayrav will yield to any mitzvah. Here, he says, here on Adav Chavav, he says the application of this concept that Arvis is Rishos, that Mayrav is only optional, is in that it will yield to other mitzvahs that are fleeting. A mitzvah oivers, a mitzvah which is a, which is a um, passing mitzvah. A passing mitzvah opportunity if, is in conflict with Mayrav, so Mayrav will yield to that, even if other people could be involved in that mitzvah, and I don't have to be the one to do the mitzvah, okay? But it's clear in Toysvahs that if it's not an idea about a conflict with another mitzvah, we don't invoke this rule, this idea of Arvis being Rishos, and no, you got to have an Arv. You got to have an Arv. The element of it being Rishos is just that it, it's a little bit more uh, lighter, easier to wave than other mitzvahs. It yields to other mitzvahs, but if there's no other mitzvah pushing it out of the way, then you got to have an Arv. So, those Bachram that, and those Bachram are sometimes us, yes, sometimes us. You get back late at night from a Simcha, you forgot to have an Arv at the Simcha, or you said I'll dive in Marv later. You know, they always make Marv at the Chasnas at the most inconvenient times, like when the first course is coming out, right? Such a dilemma. So so hard, so difficult. And Shreklach, I would say everyone should be potted from diving because who is really being Mechavin Shmon Esra and you keep looking at, you know, did someone take my seat? Is someone getting the, the food for me, right? Right, Rabbi Max, am I right? That's a Shmon Esra. <laughs> That's right. But, but so, so anyway, you decided that you're not going to, you know, you got to tell yourself, I'll dive in Marv later. Listen, I came to this wedding. They paid for the food for me. Avada, the chaz and the Kala want me to enjoy the food over here. I'll dive in Marv later. I'll dive in Marv later. Assume, assume it's a bedtime shma anyway. Anyway, everybody's... Bedtime, yeah. But right. That's something else. Bedtime shma. Excellent point. Rav Moshe is making an excellent point. We're talking about Marv. <coughs> but we're talking about Marv. Yeah, we're talking about shma. Tfila, tfila. No, I'm not even talking about minion. I'm talking yeah, about... It's nice to dive with a minion. say by midnight later. Right, right. Of course. Of course you'll say by midnight. You get home. You get in your pajamas. You get in bed. And then you remember that you forgot to say it. Okay? So according to Tysus, according to Tysus, what's the halacha? Well, I, I, we've had this Gemara and Brach. It says, Arvis Rishos. So what's the halacha? Am I allowed to say Arvis Rishos and just go to sleep? Wait, 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 wait. What's the answer? According to Tysus. According to Tysus. We'll take your question in a moment. You're allowed to? You're allowed to be Mavatam Marv? No! Chasa Shalom! If, if, if you call someone up and have someone invite you to, to a Levaya, then, 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 then you're putzed from Marv. But you have to get out of bed either way. So you're getting out of bed either way to go to the Levaya. You might as well get out of bed to David Marv, right? According to Tyson, there's no such thing that you can just say Marv is Rishos and not David Marv. Marv Rishos means, when we say Marv is optional, it means it will yield it will yield to passing mitzvahs. But if I have no passing mitzvah passing through my room, i got to get out of bed and David Marv. Yes? Shema. 
it's a blitz, Minatari you say it twice a day, and then there's an idea to say it also at the bedtime shem, before you go to sleep. There's a third time. That's a third time. <clears throat> the bedtime shema is a third shema. Yeah, but it's not the entirety of Ma'ariv. Just saying Shema is not Ma'ariv. Ma'ariv means the Shemon Esra. When we say Yaakovinu, what we started off with, the Yaakovinu Institute of Ma'ariv, we're talking about the Shemon Esra, not talking about the Shema. We're talking about the silence Amidah. The silence Amidah. Yes, Rabbi Max? That's what the Yaakovinu uh, Institute The silence Amidah. The major part. The, the, yeah, yeah all, all, all those brachas over there. That, that's, when we say Tzfilah, in general, when we say Tzfilah, Tzfilah usually just means um, Shemon Esra. So Tfilas Arvis, Tfilas Arvis, yes, Rabbi Moshe, that's right? Yeah. Tfilas Arvis is the Shemona Esra. That's what we've been talking about over here. Yeah, so it's part of the, the, the program. We make a whole program. We put it together with Shema. We want to have Shema. Before Shemona Esra, we want to have Geula. Sort of before Shemona Esra. We make a whole program. But generally, we, we're, we're referring to... Excuse me, Shemona Esra, yeah. Yeah. Then yeah, we make that into a program. But... but um, it's the Shemona Esra primarily that we're referring to. Good. So according to Taisus, Taisus, again, takes his Gemara... And he just, he, he you know, can't say he ruined it for us, right? But he rained on it. He rained on the parade. He rained on the parade. And it really, Rabbi said, go south from here. It's just going to get worse. So, uh, so uh, anyone that doesn't want to hear uh, um, in, 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 in opinions that are just going to take this Gemara and make it even more limiting, I understand now if anyone wants to leave, but again, it's, it's going to go downhill from here. The most lenient that we have in, in, in the Rishonim in interpreting this Gemara is Tysus. The Tysus is the most easy going, is the most moderate over here. The most moderate with understanding how to apply the Gemara is Tysus that we just learned together. And even Tysus saying Rishus means it will yield, will yield to a mitzvah oiveris. But Stam, the, the, the Rishus means that. Uh, you don't have to dive in if you don't feel like it. There's no such according to There's no such gemara. There's no such gemara. Not being in the mood for myriv is is like not being in the mood for shachris and for mincha. We too bad, too bad. You you know this is it. This is you know you're a Jew. It's exeris hamelach. This is what God said, and 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 uh, there's no two ways about it. This is what God told you to do. You got to listen to God. Okay. So that's Tysus. Now there is, let, let's go through this one other way of learning Gemara, really another primary approach in the Rishayim. This is the Rambam and others. <coughs> the Rambam and Hilchus Tfilah. He says over there, he says something. Let's see if we have it. The Rambam says like this. The Rambam, as, as, as much as we thought Tysus took a moderate stance in the Gemara, and Tysus said that Tfilah's Arvish means it yields to other mitzvahs, the Rambam is even more moderate. The Rambam is even more mekel, Rabbi Yisai. The Rambam is even more mekel. The Rambam says, quotes the Gemara, Tfilas Arab is Rishos. It's a Rishos. Which means, <clears throat> which means you don't have to daven if you don't want to. Don't say that. Va'afal says the Rambam. Perik Aleph Halacha Vav Nogu Kol Yisrael B'Chol Mekayim Shmei Shvesem L'Spal Arvus V'Kiblua Aleim Kitzvilas Chayva says the Rambam. Nevertheless, God's Klai Zor accepted upon themselves a man to a Chayva. 
So according to the Rambam, it starts off much better, but it gets much worse. <laughs> the Rambam said, the Rambam takes, takes rishos literally. He tak understands the Gemara as la, not live dafka. Tais says the Gemara is not meant to be taken literally, right? Rishos just means that it can yield to other mitzvahs. The Rambam says, nobody, what the Rambam says, rishos says rishos, says the Rambam. That's ridiculous. Rishos means if you want, if you want you to do it. If you don't want, you don't have to do it. One second, one second. You don't, if you don't want to daven, you don't have to daven, says the Rambam. But, <clears throat> the Rambam, where, where Tyson was just raining on the, on the parade, the, the Rambam brings a whole, a whole uh, thunderstorm over here, a whole hurricane, right? There's no trace of our parade anymore, like the Rambam. The Rambam says that Kla Yisrael was Mechabal Mayrev, as the sta- they gave it the status of a Chayva, and that means, according to the Rambam, that even if there's another mitzvah that, that, that presents a conflict with Mayrev, a mitzvah Iveris even, sorry, the, 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 Mayrev has no leniencies over any other tefillah, not like Tosis that it could yield. You know, you, you can wave Mayrev if it gets in the way of a passing mitzvah. According to the Rambam, it's no more lenient than Shachas or Mincha because we elevated it to the status of the other tefillahs. Does everybody understand that? So according to the Rambam, halachically, Mayrav is to be treated exactly like Shachas and Mincha. There's no leniencies that Mayrav has over any of the Tzvilas. It's even more Chomer than Shachas. I mean, then, then, then I'm sorry. More Chomer than Tzvilas, yes. How we ignore Mayrav if Yaakov instituted? What? How we can ignore Mayrav if Yaakov instituted Mayrav, right? Right. So, so you're asking an excellent question. How could anyone say it's Rishus if Yaakov instituted it, right? Better. Right. How is it that Shachas and Mincha are obligations, but Mayrav is not? Same question. No, but I'm saying, why is it that Shabbos is obligatory? Why is Shabbos obligatory? He's the presence here. Right. These are two halves of the same question, I think, right? So he's the presence here and there. He can go from here to there. I don't know if it's a question. I'm just stating. Yeah. So what it means is that Yaakov instituted Mayrev. It means Yaakov instituted the concept of Mayrev being an optional tefillah. There's one more tefillah a person can do a day, and that's called Mayrev. But it's optional. That's what it means. Meaning Yaakov didn't institute the notion, the concept of Mayrev. Yeah, but he didn't say, again, according to this, he didn't say you have to. That's the Machlokas of Gamaliel and Rabbi Shua. How did he say it? According to Rabbi Shua, what he said was, I'm introducing into the world the concept of a third tefillah day, but the concept that I'm introducing is going to be an optional concept. They, they talk about why specifically Yaakov's tefillah was instituted, why Yaakov felt he's going to make his rishus, if the other ones are chayva. Yaakov is nighttime, Yaakov is galus, Yaakov is, is, is out in chutz arts. They think all kinds of nice ideas as why Yaakov's tefillah gets instituted as rishus. But in any case, that was only when Yaakov institutes it. But by the time it came down to Klai Yisrael, Klai Yisrael made it into a chayva, yeah. Oh, excellent, excellent. Yes, excellent, okay. So Yisachar is raising an excellent point. <clears throat> this is the next stop over here on the uh, train ride, but uh, excellent point. Excellent, we can see in a moment. Yes, 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 very good. So let's... We can dominate this later. Let's come. Let's say. Yes. Okay. So this is the next step. Very good. Very good. Very good. Very good. Let's see that right now. Let's see that right now. Um, okay. So what do we have so far, though? This uh, he was the halftime score over here. We have. Tefillah's Arvis Rishos, that's the Gemara's Maskana. That's, that's the Psak of Ravah, like Rabbi Yeshua. The Arvis is a Rishos, it's optional. We have two Mahalchim in the Rishonim. Taisus takes one 
approach all the way through that that rishus means that not that it's optional mamish in the classic sense, but it can it can be waived if in conflict in light of a mitzvah versus a passing mitzvah will take priority over marv. Then I don't have to have marv that night, and I'm okay. I don't have to make it up. The rabbi starts off by taking it literally, but by the time the rabbi is done, he's more chomer than Taisus. He comes out much more stringent than Taisus. Rabbi says no. Kleisel accepted. Collectively, we accept the Ma'ariv upon ourselves as a chayva. Now there's no way out anymore. Ma'ariv became just as obligatory as Shachas and Mincha. And if not for any further information, it would sound like Ma'ariv is taka to be treated according to the Rambam like Shachas and Mincha. No difference. Now you want to know: Do we taka take that as as far as as it goes? Now there are a few proofs and indicators from the Rambam that even after we say that kvar kiblua alem ketfilas chayva we make him do an obligatory tefila it's still not 100% like shachris and like mincha and there's a, there's a number of Rambams that make this clear first of all the Rambam says um, so we know shachris has a specific time you gotta daven right Shachris ideally should be daven before the fourth hour of the day. But the you have till chatzos, but after chatzos you definitely can't daven shachris anymore. Ideally you want to daven it before the fourth hour. Um, mincha machleik is in the gemara when mincha is right. When mincha gedayla to plaga mincha or all the way to shkia. But there's a certain time that you just can't daven mincha anymore. And there's a time that if you daven shachris too early, daven shachris too late, you weren't yaitzah shachris. Daven mincha too early, too late, you weren't yaitzah. The very clearly defines manim. What about myrv? So the Rambam says. The Chemispal <laughs> Like we are with Shachar Zemincha. Here's Moshe's point. Make sure you say Shema at the right time. Remember, Shema is different than we're talking about the Shema Esri the whole time. Shema, Avada has to be said at the right time. That's a Doraisa, But Mayra was only Rishos, so we're not so, yeah, because we're not so careful. That's why you see this is another Sirf, why, why uh, you know, there's many Minyanim out of town locales like Somerton and, 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 and Venerable. Shuls such as Congregation Beth Solomon, Kyle Beishleima, where the Marv will be right at by by Shkia. We'll dive in Marv at Shkia. Mamish by their Shkia, even though Marv is nighttime and generally nighttime things we wait till after Tesla Kaychavim, right? No one's gonna eat on Yom Kippur by Shkia, right? I hope not, right? No, we wait till nightfall to, to do nighttime things. Marv's at nighttime. It's a Hakim. How come so many minyanim with so many good yidner davening marv right by shkia? So, so the, the, the whole yeah, uh, obviously there's a whole kinds of discussion. But one of the one of the tzirufim that one of the uh, uh, um, you know arguments that gets thrown in is this ram that says marv we're not you know the, the timing of marv is not as critical as shachris and minchas anu it's shkia it's already bein hashmash it's twilight we can we can say marv now. Note, though, that when we're talking about this as an added reason why you can say Mayrev by Shkia, what did the Rambam say? That's good for Shemon but not good for Shema. Anyone, and there's, there's, you know, there's a mitzvah to say this again and again and again and again and again. Anyone that's going to be in the practice and the habit of always davening Shema at Shkia, as they do in so many venerable, hallowed 
institutions, really wants to make sure you're saying Shema, the full Shema again before you go to sleep. Because Shema is a Daraisa, and, and that's a night, you know, Bishach Bechov Kumecha. That's got to be done at night. It says a Kaycham. You don't want to rely on the Shema that you said a minute after Shkia every single day for your mitzvah of Shema. You always want to make sure you say it again later. That's why there's other yin that will try to always have a Mayer at says, if not just to make sure that they said Shema at the right time, they don't have to worry about repeating Shema again. In any case, but so we have a bit of a problem. Here, the Ram just said on one on the one end, the Ram said that Myriv is a chayva. Is, is yeah, we accept it as a chayva. But now the Ram is turning around and, and, and walking that back and saying, yeah, you don't have to be so careful about when you dive in Myriv because only Rishus. But he just told us that Klaiso accepted as a chayva. Uh, there's another place also where the Ram points out something that's different about Myriv. What's different about Myriv? The Ram says. If we note that we notice that the structure of Mayrev is different than the structure of Mincha and Shachas, especially when we talk about Mayrev just as a Shmona Esrei. What's immediately different about, different about the structure of Mayrev Shmona Esrei in comparison to Shachas and Mincha? How it's structured? There's no Chazar Sashats. Why don't we repeat the Shmona Esrei at night? Why don't we repeat it at night? With Kedusha, it was nighttime. What does it say? You can't do Chazar Sashats at night. The Rambam says, why there's no chazes at night? Says the Rambam, we don't daven, we don't do chazes shats again at night. Because it's not a chayva, because it's not obligatory, it's not mandatory. Marv is not a mandatory. Therefore, we don't want to say all these brachas, which would be brachas levatolo. We do chazar shatz to be mighty all the people that don't know how to daven on their own, but that, that we have the right to do that when you have an obligation to daven and you don't know how to daven on your own, so the shlichsi will daven for you. Marv, no one's obligated to daven. So how can we do chazar shatz when no one has an obligation to daven? We're doing 18 brachas, 19 brachas that are brachas levatolo. So we have to do chazar shatz tonight because it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a rishus. So Rav is saying himself, we obey. On the one hand, the Rambam says the Klaisol made Marv into a chayva. He made it obligatory. On the other hand, we find several places where he's still treating as rishos. This man, and we're not so medactic with this man. The timing, we're not so, we're not so uh, particular about that. We don't do chesos hashats because it's known to be mighty. It's only rishos. So how, how, do, we, how do we resolve this? I mean, I guess that we treat as a chayva. It's not the same as a chayva there. Oh, so, very, so what you have to say, it's clear what the, what's going on over here, is that when the Rambam says we accept it as a chayva, and not the pshat that we mamish made into a shachras and we went to a mincha. It means that Kala Yisrael accepted to do option A in the rishos. What does rishos mean? Rishos means you can choose to do it, you can choose to not do it. It's up to you, right? Like the mitzvahs that are rishos, I can choose to, to uh, you know, volunteer. Um, yeah, they called me up for a pledge. I already gave all my tzedakah that I need to give this month. They called me up for a pledge for the Summerton Community Kailo, who's launching their fundraiser um, <laughs> in a uh, little bit more than an hour. We're launching the fundraiser contact for the Summerton Community Kailo. Please contact Rabbi Deitchman to find out how you can help out. But anyway, let's say I satisfy my obligation for tzedakah for this month. I get a call, you know, soliciting, can you be a sponsor? Can you give $5,000 to the Kailo? So uh, I can, it's a rishos. I can choose to give. I can choose not to give. I, if I don't give, um, <clears throat> let's not get into what's going to happen to you if you don't give. <laughs> but but let, let they call you up <clears throat> for another tzedakah, a different kind of tzedakah, okay? They're collecting uh, for the, for the, um, the uh, people that go around entertaining. The Eruv, the Eruv fund. Yeah, so I could choose to give, I could choose not to give. I already gave my Eruv dues this month. 
So that's a Rishus. I can choose yes, I can choose no. The Rishus is always a mitzvah where I can choose yes and I can choose no. It's clear that when the Rambam is saying a beautiful lumdus over here, the Rambam is saying when the Klaiso accepted as a chayva, not that we upgraded the nature of Myra and we made it uh, the same nature as Shachras and Mincha, rather the Klaiso collectively all decided to, to, to always perform the Rishus to always take option A, to say that within the options, I, I'm, I'm only going to go with option A, I'm always going to, yes, elect to Davin. Our ancestors were already in that upon themselves. Kaleisro accepted that, so now we are locked into that. There is a concept of Kaleisro establishing a minig, a minig within Kaleisro that becomes binding. There is a concept like this. And this is what's going on over here as well. That when we say Kleisrael accepted it, what that means is we, 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 we don't have the option of not doing the Rishus anymore, but every single night, what, what, what it looks like in Lambdas is that within Rishus Amarv, we're constantly electing to Davin. We're constantly electing to Davin this Rishus, but it remains at, by nature a, a tefillah that, that is a Rishus type of tefillah, not like a Shachas or a Mincha, which are, the nature of which are obligatory tefillahs. The nature of Marv is a Rishus, just that we're kind of locked in to, to this door. We don't, have the, we don't have the right to open the other door. We don't have the right to go the other way. Klor? And it's also, I think, beautifully meduik in the realm, because when Ram says this idea that Kleister was Makabala, listen to Kleister, listen to how he says it. Um, doesn't say they made it into a chaymash. The kit, that's the, that's the, the kit of comparison over there. Comparative, it's like a chayva, but not chayva mamish. They didn't change and upgrade the etzim nature of, of myrvin. Make it into a shach, make it into a mincha. It's still by nature, its essence is that it's rishos, but I'm locked into having to do the rishos. I have to do it now. I don't have, I so accept it to, to always elect a david myrv. But since it's Be'etz and Rishos, that's why there's no Chazar Sashat, that's why we're not careful with, the, with this man, and all the other um, napkins that would come out as a result. Okay. Um, this is... Um, <coughs> This is very nice. It's a I, I, the step. The, plan, the 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 second step of here was 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 to. Um, I wanted to bring it in from here to uh, to women vis-a-vis davening myrav, and really all tefillas in general, because that's really the next the second half of this. Is uh, now that we've explored what it means that myrav is optional, and the Tysus approach and the Rambam's approach. So what does that mean regarding women and their relationship with davening? Um, but uh, I want to I want to. <clears throat> maybe save that to a to not to make sure we don't go like way over time today, and b you know to make sure we don't have to squeeze too much. So maybe we'll talk half part two next week. But in halacha, so so we go with Tyson, we go with the Rambam. So the the, the Mishnah Brewer brings down the opinion of the Rambam. Doesn't even cite Tyson. The Mishnah Brewer just says casually klachayad that even says the Mishnah Brewer that even though the Gemara says tefilas harvest is rishus, he quotes the Rambam's lash and kvarki blua that we we accepted upon ourselves as a chayva. So it is pretty clear in halacha. We do go, excuse me. We do go, Afilo, in the Rambam, the Mishnah Rolling brings down the Rambam. Afilo, in the Kabu Chayva, he's explained why there's no Chasas Hashats. It's a Chayva, it's interesting, he brings it down with a little Shinoi. The Ram says that we don't do Chasas Hashats because you can only do Chasas Hashats when there's someone to be mighty, and no one's, there's no one to be mighty because it's a Rishos. The Mishra says something different, which is funny. He says the word of Tircha the Tzibura, that it would be to, to keep everybody in, in, in Shul for an additional five is for Chazar Sashat. So since it's only a, it's at nature, its essence is that it's Rosh so we can't do Tircha the Tzibura. It's funny because the Ram himself doesn't say that, and he's quoting the Rambam. 
Um, the Rambam says a very elegant argument as to why it just doesn't doesn't make the whole concept of Chazal doesn't doesn't work over here. But in any case, we do go with the Rambam, which means that that if there would be a passing mitzvah that presents a conflict with my Myriv, so we go with the Rambam that, that we I have no other option. I don't have no way out of of Myriv. I have to always take. The, the plan A of Mayrav, of davening within that Rishos, but since the etzim nature of Mayrav is still a Rishos, that creates these napkins that we saw. Mr. Shem, next week we will continue. We'll talk about women and davening, and women and Mayrav. What, what about the Yeah, maybe we'll save that for next week also. That's a little bit controversial. Okay. The Rambam doesn't say that. The Rambam does not say that, but there is a, a bit of a sub-discussion over there that maybe once we're saying the nature of Mayrav is Rishos as... as uh, as Rabbi Sacher is pointing out over here, there's room to say since the nature of Marav is Rishos, it's easier for me to, um, even though the Mechaber says one should strive to da- always daven with a minion, maybe don't have to strive quite as much to daven when, with a minion when it comes to Marav. We'll discuss that also next week.